Thank you so much. Welcome. This next one's called Fixing Broken Windows. Is that correct? It sounds better up close. Hey, one more time. Let's make everyone who's listening to 4 Z right now get a serious case of FOMO. Come on, make some noise. This is Live Delay. Heard on 4 Z 102.1 FM, Z Digital, and nationwide on the Community Radio Network. Hi there and welcome to Live Delay, a weekly program of live music recorded around Brisbane by volunteers of Community Radio for Triple Z. We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the lands on which Live Delay is produced, the Turrbal, Jagera, Yagara and Yugambeer peoples. We pay respects to their elders and recognise that these lands were stolen and sovereignty was never ceded. This episode of Live Delay was put together with the help of our sponsors, the live music-loving people at Mountain Goat Beer. I'm Scott Mercer, and this is episode 390 of Live Delay. This week on the show, we have part one of a set from reunited Brisbane band, Transport. Transport were formed in Brisbane in 2001 by three students of the Queensland Conservatorium of Music, singer-guitarist Keir Nuttall, bassist Scott Saunders, and drummer Steve Pope. They toured relentlessly throughout the aughts, eventually bringing in Nathan Moore on second guitar. Their releases include the EPs Safe No Rebounds in 2004 and Transport in 2005, and the full-length The Inner Chimp in 2008. Transport also served as backing band for Nuttall's partner, the singer-songwriter Kate Miller-Heidke. While the band never officially broke up, they drifted apart to work on different projects until coming back together to play this reunion set you're about to hear, their first gig together in 10 years. Ahead of the reunion gig, Fortable Z spoke to Kia Nuttall about the band's history. So we're talking to Kia Nuttall from the popular band Transport, who are around from the early to mid-noughties. Kia, great to have you on. Just for um, for those who might not, who may have been a, a bit too young at the time, could you give us just a brief history of the band? Uh, yeah, well, we got together in 2001, and we played kind of, um, uh, I guess it was 90s-influenced prog metal uh, with a little bit of funk in there, um, sort of we have a virtuosic drummer and bass player. Um, I'm very much a rhythm guitarist in that band and um, I sing. And we did some, we did uh, two EPs and an album uh, and uh, we had a fair amount of love from Triple J in the early days. We had our most well-known song was called Sunday Driver and that, they slammed that for a while and we had a couple of others on there, I'm No Good, Stonehearted, Shallow. Uh, and we toured uh, the UK and America a little bit, and um, we also toured Australia extensively. Uh, around the same time, I started working with Kate Miller-Heidke, and Transport became her backing band, and uh, we used to sort of do parallel tours together where we'd book uh, often Kate shows and then Transport shows the same night, but later on. And then in the end, Kate's career sort of took off and um, I kind of, it became very full-time with Kate and Transport. We never actually officially broke up, but we kind of went on an extended hiatus, which I now think is um, about a decade since we last played together. 
So what was it like uh, getting back in the room with Scotty and Steve after a decade not playing these songs? Well, it was just really like walking from one room into another with those guys. I think we played so much together that it was just an absolute relief to play with them again and possibly without some of the emotional baggage that there might have been at the end um, of when we last played together, uh, which was, yeah, I think it was a, a gig at the Excelsior in Melbourne that ended with me uh, nearly having my ear ripped off by tackling <laughs> our poor second guitarist, Nathan. I think it was years of pent-up anger, um, not at Nathan, but at the music industry. And um, his toggle switch on his guitar didn't have a cover on it, and it tore into my the back of my ear. And um, I also lost my wedding ring, and I ended up in having several stitches and... Um, Anyway, it was uh, it was an emotional last gig to have, and uh, getting into the room with them to answer your question was uh, just awesome. Without any of the sort of angst, um, you know, born of the frustration of uh, playing in a rock band, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to get together with these guys and play with them again because we all happened to be in Brisbane. At the, um, I live in Melbourne now, and so does Steve, our drummer. Does Nathan have a cover on his guitar switch now? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to ask him. He's playing. He's playing at the gig. So traditionally, transport was a three-piece, but Nathan uh, is a well. Again, he's a virtuosic guitarist, and he's playing. He plays extra guitars and um, complicated parts. So, as you say, you've been uh, very busy working with Kate Mill Heidke uh, since Transport uh, went on hiatus. What have the other guys been doing? Uh, Steve Pope has a thriving drum career. Um, you know, he's played in various with various people like Angus and Julius Stone. And, um, uh, well, originally he's filled in for Pangaea. When that, that's going back a fair while now, though. But uh, also session work and, um, and teaching drums. But he, he also recently, uh, Kate and I wrote a musical, Muriel's Wedding the Musical, and Steve auditioned and got the drum playing role in that and then he's gone on from that to to do other musicals so the last thing he did was a vita with tina turner not tina turner tina arena i'd like to see tina turner play a vita actually but um yeah so that's what he's been doing scotty uh runs a, a highly successful ticketing software company but he also still plays heaps of bass and i think he, he plays in the guns and roses tribute band and uh he also plays in an original band called mofo is dead and um, we, uh, I think Nathan also plays in Mofo's Dead, and they've they've got several. They're always doing several odd sort of collaborative projects with each other, and and yeah, so that's what they've all been doing. So after ten years, what brought about this transport reunion? During the lockdown, I like a lot of people. Uh, got sucked into the idea. Hey, I should be super productive, and but also it was. It, the lockdown, because I was in the Melbourne lockdown during winter, and um, it made me reflect on a lot of stuff. And part of, I've been having a midlife musical identity crisis anyway. Um, I'm 46 now, and it, I mean, you, you it, it, I guess everyone at 46, you start thinking about the second half of life and what had meaning to you, what you want to retain from the first half, and what you want to reject. And one of the great, I guess, regrets that I had was that I don't. I don't really play uh, uh, sort of heavy, hard rock stuff anymore. And I, I've been consciously aware of uh, 
of just a craving to do that again. And I couldn't think of any other people I'd rather do that with than uh, the guys in transport. And so with that in mind, I thought, well, we need to make an album. Like That's what we should do in lockdown. We'll remotely record an album. And so I uh, wrote a new uh, song for us to to do. Also, Transport have f- fairly political lyrics, so it, you know it was it was also wanting to express some of that stuff, which we don't really do in Kate's. It's more about the universal human condition, Kate stuff. So I wanted to. I was already writing kind of lyrics along those lines, and so we wrote a wrote a single for Transport. Um, single for one of a better word, just a song uh, that uh, you know we intended to do something with. So we sent the track around and the guys recorded their parts and um, it, was, it just felt really good. And I was like, oh man, I just really want to play in a room with these guys. And so we knew we would all be up in Queensland over Christmas, January. And so because Steve, like I said, lives in Melbourne and I live in Melbourne too now and the other guys live in Brisbane. And so we decided to launch the single in January and... Um, we never actually <laughs> finished recording the single. So it just has turned into a, a transport reunion gig where we just play our greatest misses. Yeah. That was Kian Nuttall from the band Transport on Live Delay. You can hear the second part of that interview at the end of this episode. Right now, recorded live at the Bright Side on the 23rd of January 2021, this is Transport. Thank you. 
satisfied I'm not satisfied It's easy to be greedy I don't even have to try But I got a heart And I got a soul Just not where I put them I don't know where they go Well the people have spoken They've given their position They're throwing out the facts They will rely on superstition They put their heads straight straight Into the sand So don't wake them when they're sleeping Cause they just won't understand
shake it up. Come make it up. Right side, this is transport. Thank you. Oh, oh my, it is so wonderful to see you all here tonight. This is so cool. We've been looking forward to this so much. Thank you so much for coming. We're transport, and uh, this is the our COVID 19 response. <laughs> this is a song called ID. Say 
was one of the first songs we ever wrote together and we did that in 2001 which is like 19 years ago 20 thanks mate <laughs> and this is another song fairly early this was about the prime minister at the time mr john howard Failed to lead us to the shore And I 
Thanks to that song, uh, he ended up getting voted out.
Recorded live at the bright side, this is Transport. Uh, there's the earplugs available at the bar. Sounds okay? How's everybody going? This is, isn't it awesome to be out at a gig? I mean, how good are, are gigs? Gigs are awesome! <laughs> yeah. This is my, it's COVID hair. Like, I decided to grow it out and I'm going to cut it when the pandemic's over. So, at this stage, 2028, look forward to it. <laughs> I don't.
Okay. This is a song uh, of our first EP. It's called I'm No Good.
That was Transport, recorded by myself, Scott Mercer, at the Brightside in Fortitude Valley on the 23rd of January 2021, and mixed by Nathan Moore. Special thanks to live engineer Adrian Donadai and also Ed Gresak for their assistance on the night. The songs were Number 85, The People Have Spoken, Get On, ID, Shallow, Butterflies, and I'm No Good. Now here's the second part of our interview with Transport singer-guitarist Kier Nuttall. So Kia, this new material, you mentioned it's been a bit influenced by uh, the, the stuff happening politically. Have there been any new musical influences for you in this harder rock world, or have you just kind of uh, been re-listening to some of the stuff you loved in your 20s? Ah, that's a good question. What I've, I've done two things. One is I have revisited my 20s, like all good, respectable 46-year-old men. Um, <laughs> and I've been, But I've been listening to the music adjacent to the stuff I used to listen to. So stuff that I really didn't explore much, but it's still very much along the lines of what I was into in my 20s. So I've been listening to um, early Mr. Bungle, which actually they did me the favour of recording re-recording their first demo um, this last year. And... Uh, and some Megadeth um, that I, I really got into Megadeth, but more modern stuff I've been listening to. A lot more uh, COG, exploring their back catalogue, and um, also Gajira, the the French metal band. Uh, I absolutely love their stuff, and I love the way they're turning their hand to... Um, they're turning their hand to environmental issues and exploring it from a, a sort of a classically metal perspective, which I think is is really powerful. Been listening to uh, some new Carcass, yeah, and uh, they're, they're sort of the main, uh, I guess, my favourite stuff that I've been listening to. A little bit of Enslaved, Enslaved's new record, and then yeah, like I said, Corrosion of Conformity from the '90s, um, and some of the prog stuff. Like I, I I've been enjoying. Um, uh, King Lizard and the Wizard Gizzard, or is it King Wizard and the Gi- Lizard Gizzard, or King Gizzard? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard. Yeah. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, I I've been enjoying <laughs> their stuff more conceptually. For some reason, it uh, yeah, I just I think it's um amazing what what they uh what they do, and I, you know, it's just cool to see a band like that, um, and I just really admire that kind of a. Uh, that kind of a musical outlook, which is eclectic and and voluminous in output. Now you're all obviously professional musicians who've um, who've kept playing. It's not like you're you're dusting off the the drum kits and the guitars to do this. But are there any nerves at all that you're feeling about playing these transport songs again? No, uh, the the only thing that I have some trepidation about is is how physically taxing they are to sing and play at the same time. Uh, certainly my style of writing has changed since um, it used to be that I wanted to fit as many syllables into every song as I could, it seems. And and some of the songs do that to a lesser extent, but some of them are, are really... Uh, after the first rehearsal, I lost my voice pretty much for the, day, the next day and I was just utterly exhausted. So I've practice them a bit but it, that that really is not not nervous in sense of playing it's just like it, the the idea is like if it if it wasn't fun uh yeah it we wouldn't do it and i and yeah there, there's i have nothing but you know optimism and hope for for playing together um there's no there's no nerves i don't know about the other guys they don't seem like the nervous types anyway so do you think you will get the new single recorded after the gig oh absolutely yeah um really happy with uh, the way it sounds it's kind of um unlike stuff that we've done before it, it, it's uh, you know um, 
or more like our really early stuff, which was a bit more, you know, lengthy explorations and a lot of repetition. And um, uh, so, yeah, less sort of romantic and more classical and um, hoping to, yeah, definitely do that within the next couple of months. So is it likely transport's going to be an ongoing project again for you? Oh, I, I really hope so. I'm just so frustrated about the uh, the fact that we live in two separate towns. And, of course, given the times, that it's even more complicated now um, to do it. We've got uh, our sound guy is Cog's sound guy, and he's coming from Melbourne, hopefully, to mix the show. Uh, but he, of course, at the moment, he if he came, he wouldn't be able to return. So we... You know, it's that kind of logistical stuff that makes and and you know what I really want to do is not be recording remotely or streaming music or doing any of that. I just want to be in a room with these guys making lots of volume. But you know, all things going to plan, which they don't. It would be really cool to to do it um, more with them. Kia, thank you so much for talking to Four Triple Z. Thanks for having me, Scott. I appreciate it. That was Kia Nuttall talking about his band Transport. To hear the second half of Transport's reunion set, stay tuned for the next episode of Live Delay. This show is produced by Fortable Z in Brisbane and aired on 102.1 FM and Z Digital throughout southeast Queensland. You can also hear us on community stations around the country via the Community Radio Network. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts to get each week's episode as it comes out. You can also head to livedelay.com to stream past episodes of the show and sign up to our email newsletter. I'm Scott Mercer, and that's the program for this week. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Live Delay. Live Delay is put together with the support from our sponsors, the live music-loving folks at Mountain Goat Beer.
Just open. Oh,